Because I always win the race. Who is you? I am DJ. Oh, I am T Bone, aka DJ Cashless, aka DJ Friendzone, aka the Spicy Rice. <laughs> the Spicy. The Spicy. I think I'm gonna I, I think that's man. better. The that's spicy better. Rice. The Spicy Rice is better. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst many other names. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're back. This is episode 24. We are rocking in the. What part of Sydney is this? Uh, what do you call this? I think this is Macquarie Park. Shit, man, I didn't want to get that specific. Oh, okay. But okay, we're in the uh, Epic Studios. We're in the... We're in the... You know, no, no, we're in the Business District Studios. <laughs> we're in the Office Studios. Office Studios. <laughs> while still being in the Mobile Studios. We're in the Office Studio. Um, <laughs> office Studio. We're in the... Oh, we're, it's, it's like we're in a car... We're in a car that's in a car park under a building. That's what it feels like. Is this like. a car park? Yeah. This is a road, bro. Man, I'm... Uh, I'm oh, just saying. Oh, okay. Oh, come my on, man. man. I, go the, with, the lines go between with, fiction with, and reality are blurred. Go with the shitty metaphor, please. <laughs> All right, look, whatever. Okay. We're in the we're in a studio. We're, we're in, in a somewhere. different place. We're somewhere. Um, we're somewhere. Okay. <laughs> it is a Thursday. We normally actually record this on Fridays, but we're on Thursdays now because you know we have lives too. That's right. You we know, gotta, we got things to not do. just about the people. You know? <laughs> we got we got to stay healthy on the inside. And um. And also, you know, get turned on a Friday night. Yeah, man, I just need to, I need to, I need to decompress, man. It's been a rough week. Um, and I say that because I, um, as you guys probably know, I mean, we've been doing this long enough now, yeah, right? right? Um, I've been, you know, I haven't been working for like a large part of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but funds is low. You know, man's got to get paid. Man's got to eat. Man's got to eat, you know? And so I've taken a bit of temporary work. Oh dear! You know, I've I've done one week, my first full week of work. Back in the rat race. It's rough, dude. It's so rough. I went from waking up at like ten thirty every morning to now waking up at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> and actually, by actually now I've kind of adjusted. I'm I'm kind of okay with it. Um, Welcome back, brother. It's terrible, <laughs> though. It's terrible. It's terrible. I don't know. And, like, getting on that train in the mornings, man, seeing all these miserable people. Like, everyone is so unhappy. Like, and working in the city, I feel like that tension is so much more palpable. Like, you see the sadness on people's face. This is the first time I've worked in the city in, like, more than eight years, right? Like, it's been a very long time. Very different vibe to not working in the city. Mm. Um, Oh, yeah. I I worked in Alambi Heights. I worked, like, in in suburban Sydney a lot. Mm. Um, And it's a very different kind. Also, working in, essentially, a a private... The private sector. Mm, 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 mm. Very different vibe, man. Like, there's... Like, like I'm used to working in NGOs and stuff, and when profit isn't so much the motive, there's a very different ethos. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's... On paper, it doesn't seem like there is, but there is something about when the people know that what they're doing, there's a greater good attached to it. There's definitely a a different ethos to the space. Um, 
there's definitely more edge. Mm. Definitely more right, edge, right, more right, cutting right. to um, working in the private sector. But I'm, I'm like, you know, I have an accounting background, which is hilarious because I don't know if you saw my Facebook the other day. I was asking all these like accounting questions on my Facebook because <laughs> I literally don't know anything. Like I'm asking, oh, you know, how much can I earn before I need an ABN? And like this guy, yo, shout out to Norwest Business Solutions, man. Ooh. My boy Manu, man, freaking messaged me, gave me all this information, man. Yo, he's got his own accounting firm. Hit that dude up, man. He, like, totally helped me out. Gave me all the information I needed. Sorted a brother out. Is it, Free is consultation. This, is this Free like, plug. Is this, yeah, that's, like, the first, like, plug we've given. And I'm sure Manu does not listen to this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, great guy. Got his own accounting firm. Really young dude, man. Like, mm. in his 20s, man. Um... Yeah, big ups, man, big ups. Yeah, but he totally helped me out, and like, yeah, I'm I'm happy to give him a free plug. Norwest Business Solutions, check them out for all your accounting needs. That's a free one, Manu. Next time it'll cost for all your accounting <laughs> needs. There's a jingle for you. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, it made me realize my accounting degree is just pointless because I, I have no freaking answers to any of the important questions. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have an ABN. I, you know, I am I am a businessman. Not, not a, a businessman. Business, yeah. No, not a business man. Yeah, I'm a that business man. <laughs> that pause is important. It's Jay Z, isn't it? Yes, it's Jay Z. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm a business now. Uh, shout outs to my friend Baz who gave me the gig because yeah. I was so broke. Um, what else has been happening, Tebow? Yeah, back at school, and uh, you know, like, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah. I mean, it's the home stretch, years yeah. end, and man, teachers are already. I kid you not, they are counting the days oh, until yeah, it ends. <laughs> like I think what one of them said was like, what was it forty-five days? I'm just like, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm like, wow. No, no, it's actually forty-seven now. I think about it, but yeah, yeah. there you go. And yeah. it's like, oh man, like you're gonna be. And then I basically said, like, yeah, you're gonna be start to count like the periods within the school day oh, of how man. many is left. <laughs> and sure enough, at lunchtime, it's like, what was it? Forty six days and two periods. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is it's slightly depressing, but at the same time, I think we all feeling it. It's funny that teachers are exactly how I imagine they are when, yeah. like, when, when students aren't around. Oh, totally. <laughs> like, and every cliche you think of, you yeah. know. Um, but, like, yeah. I like to think teachers all sleep with each other, but you've told me that's not so true. Well, it's not the case here. <laughs> anyway, let's not go into that. Well, our secrets. <laughs> but, um, one thing we should definitely talk about is, um, you and I went and saw... Something quite phenomenal yesterday. I think we've spoken about Alok Vedman on yes. on the podcast before. So. I really hope so. It'd be really strange. Um, a couple of years ago, I came across the slam poetry of a, a duo known as Dark Matter, which um, consisted of Alok Vedmenon and Janani Balasubramanian, who are both South Asian queer trans activists. Um, also, like, badass, freaking anarchist, socialist, whatever the hell you want to call them. And, um, Sydney was lucky enough to host a small evening with Alok yesterday, where he did some of his... where she did some of her slam poetry. Um, wasn't it unreal, T-Bone? It was... It was phenomenal. Like, like yeah. Oh, keep going. Yeah, I just... I mean, like, look, as... As a novice to poetry or, you know, uh, of any kind, 
I like you know the first time Nils mentioned a look to me, I was like, oh, poetry, yeah, not really my thing, but I'll give it a listen. This was not only is it accessible, mm. it is so insightful mm. and cutting mm. and uh, you know and 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 it really it really gets to the core of a lot of aspects of life that we don't really think about mm. and and also like the big thing you you know he she rather reiterates um is that anybody that isn't of of that trans persuasion should mm. be should be so grateful that they can live an existence where they're where their existence is not being questioned on a daily basis. Mm. Like that. Yeah, it makes you realize how much you take for granted. Yeah, like we, really. are, we are privileged like, beyond all belief. Yeah, like... In a societal context. I like, that, and I think that's something that came up quite a bit. I would have liked to have seen... I really would have liked to have seen more brown people, though. To be very honest. Yeah, that, with you. Was, that was disappointing. That was quite disappointing. Um, because, and I always say this... Um, even if you don't like poetry, it's it's so important just to check out Alok's TED talk, mm. which is called uh, "We Are Nothing" and that and that too is beautiful. Um, it's it's I'm not the biggest fan of TED talks, mm. but this is mm. such a great one. Um, I, I came to that much later, but I was, I was very very big on Alok's poetry long before that, and really like Alok just makes concepts that some people are too scared to understand because they might even... Not because they're scared of the notion, but because they feel like it might be too intellectual or too vague a concept to grasp. A look makes them so accessible. Yeah. And makes... Like, I, it makes concepts understandable. Like, I, I find... I'm not the smartest guy, and I find them graspable. Like, I have a greater mm. understanding after a look speaks. Yeah. Um... And last night was amazing. It was at the Red Rattler Theatre. Um, Alok did three poems. We didn't catch Alok's earlier session. But um, Alok did three poems that that were just so moving. Yeah. So moving. Said, just sprinkled with the most, in, with the most in, beautiful wisdom. Yeah. So ornately put together. Just, it was really, I was so moved, dude. So moved. Um. I was mesmerized. Just emotions, man. I had emotions, dude. Like, seriously. I, I strongly, guys, really, like, if you learn anything from today's podcast, or, like, if you never learn anything from our podcast, learn this, like, go onto YouTube, type in Alok Ved Menon, and just be blown away by somebody who I believe is one of the most important voices of this generation. Agreed. Um, Agreed. And just so talented and, and, and really walks the walk. And walks it fucking fabulously, I might add. Mm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, get out there. Check out a look, Ved Menon. Um, what else, man? I did my second stint to stand-up comedy. <laughs> yes. And I think it might be safe to say um, I might have a bit of the bug. Mm-hmm. A bug I didn't think I would get. Yeah. I definitely do feel a need to get better. Not even a need, it's just something I want to do. It's a nice thing to break up kind of my life and like, you know. Um, I do kind of enjoy it. Well, that's um, clear. Yeah, I do. Like, I didn't think I'd, like, 
Yeah, look, I look, I like it. All right, I can admit it. <laughs> I like it. I want to do it more. Um, it has also. It's also a sobering thing to do, um, especially when, like, on my the last time I performed, I was uh, thanks to Aaron Chen actually who put me on. Aaron's actually a friend of of ours, and um, he'll be on the podcast one day. I'm sure if yeah. we can convince him to come on. Um, yeah, he'll he'll. He put me on this um, comedy night that he runs in conjunction with Sydney Uni called Small Trumpet. And um, he put me on at this thing. Yeah, so they had a weekly, they have a weekly comedy thing. So he put me on and I was on the same bill, arguably, as like my favorite. I wouldn't say I was oh, on the yeah. bill. I was just a guy who was yeah. one of many people who performed. Yeah. But on the bill was my, one of my favorite Australian comics. Probably my favorite Australian comic, Michael Workman. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, after I did my set, Aaron Aaron made it very clear that it was my second time ever. And uh, Michael Workman comes up to me and goes, is that your second time? And I go, yeah. And he goes, that was so good. Second so I was like mad flattered. Fantastic. Um, I was definitely more scared second time round than I was first time round. Um, I think it's because like I was doing it literally in front of strangers. And, um... Well, and I was in, in attendance. Oh, T-Bone was there? Yeah, T-Bone was there. And, uh, I brought a few friends along yeah. as well. Just yeah. to, just, just, uh, you know, to, to support a brother. But, I, and I gotta say, like, apart from the pros, and I'm not just saying this because he's paying me, oh. but... <laughs> I but, don't have any money. We've yeah, established that's true. that. That's true. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I can, I can honestly say that uh, you know, of the of the amateurs that were there that night, you were the best. Oh, sheesh! Thanks for man. the, you know, and the, for the fact that it's your second. Yeah. I see potential in you. Oh wow! The force is strong. The yeah, force is okay. I do, I do. The force is warm. Force is, force, <laughs> you know, force may need to. Add, oh, the add force a few needs jokes. work. Oh, the force needs at least <laughs> but, five more minutes of you know, material. And, and I and I and I would admit, like he he, this is this is the closest you've been to you know, quote unquote hostile territory. Because mm. the, the first time around, admittedly, you had oh. all of your mates there, so I could was, have just danced on the spot and I would have gotten laughs. Um, yeah. But this time, you know, it was to there were strangers in the audience, mm. and you got the laughs mm. the and, majority were strangers and yeah. even for the for the the more controversial one where mm. you know you know you know the joke that kind of goes into a dark place and the then misdirection all of a sudden, joke yeah yeah it takes a left turn mm. everyone was with it yeah that was actually surprising and like um yeah and i even like even amongst the friends that i brought yeah so jess just holla, holla oh, jess. oh jess yo jess comes jess is so yeah, yeah, good yeah. to me God, jess, and, 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 and also and kurt who's our um you know who was that? Our mailer. Our mailer. The, the only <laughs> only guy to ever Thanks, mail us. Thanks, Kurt. And and let's not forget Chris, Chris has been on the Chris podcast. Chris has been on the podcast. Yes. These, yes. These are my friends. These are all, all, the, yeah. all people, that people we familiar know. with the mints. Um. Yeah. They were all there, and I th- I can't remember. Also, what. Shabazz was there. Yeah, Shabazz was Shabazz there. Shabazz was there. Sat, he bought his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he bought he actually bought his Dungeons and Dragons crew. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. also. A guy we met only days before, Josh, Josh brought, brought a date along with him which and was good. like, yeah, which was cool. And he yeah, liked yeah. this. Like, yeah, I had some friends show up. And Surin, of course. And Surin. Oh, yeah, God. How can I forget? Yeah, Surin. Um, um, Surin was there as well. Always supportive. Man, Surin's a good guy, dude. Yeah, so, I um, mean, yeah, okay. So we did have a few allies in the crowd, which is fine. But there was. But still... the majority were just students. Yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, the majority were exactly. people I didn't but, know. Yeah. But and like you know, and I think even amongst the people I was talking to, they they were like, yeah, there's 
those are pretty well executed. Yeah. No. Uh, you got the laughs, um, and I don't know. I may cut this out, but mm. you know, you kind of wipe the floor with everybody else. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The other, well, I mean, the others. I didn't see again. Terrible. I don't watch yeah. other people's acts. Yeah, yeah. the other, others were decidedly yeah. not good. But having said that, you did you did a great job. Yeah, second time. Thanks, man. Thanks. Like that's it's super encouraging. Like. Um, I just work on some more jokes. I definitely need more jokes. Mm. I definitely need more jokes. I've, I'm racking my brain for them, but I'm sure they'll come. Um, I'm probably going to do some open mics and, and see what happens. Um, my my friend and pseudo agent, Marty Bright, who's going to be on the podcast <laughs> as well, keeps like telling me about gigs I should go to and stuff, so I should definitely do that more. But, um, but yeah, you know, man, I'm 9 to 5-ing it right now, so like I'm in a very different zone lately. Um... But what else, T-Bone? Have we got anything else that we need to cover? Should we get on to the... Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we should. Let's do that. So, um... What, what T-Bone's actually talking about is something we've discussed earlier in the day and actually was having this conversation with, um... With Surin, who we've mentioned a couple of times on the, on the podcast. He's been on the podcast. But I was having this conversation with him yesterday. And, um... I don't even know how to, like... I don't even, like... You you messaged me today, T-Bone, going, so what's the topic? And I think I sent you, like, a flurry of texts afterwards trying to explain myself. <laughs> um, to which I was like, sheesh. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to it. Well, I do think that if if you need too many words to explain yourself, you're not explaining yourself properly. So, sure. um, um, so the thing... It, it was more something... I'll tell you what happened. It was something that I listened to that... I guess it offended me. We're going to determine during the podcast whether it's my male fragility speaking. And I'm very open to being wrong. Let me just put this out there. But there was, there was, I, I listened to this podcast. It's called Two Dope Queens. Hosted by Phoebe Robinson and Jessica Williams. Two, um, two prominent African-American female comedians. Mm-hmm. Um who have this pretty pretty cool podcast where they put on comedians and they're just funny and stuff. Um, the latest episode um, had on it an actor from The Walking Dead whose name does not come to me right now. But they had him on and um, the girls were talking to him and at one point, I think it was Phoebe, I can't remember because I was genuinely... Enraged. I wasn't enraged as yet. It was more kind of like you know how you do a passive listen. No, it was right. one of those things. And like, I I heard them go, you know, is it true you date women of color? And and we should note that the actor is is, is a white guy. Is a white guy. And he goes, let me make this clear. I date predominantly women of color. And then the crowd just cheered. The girls went mental. And I was just like, what the fuck? And even if that's... I don't... Like, it didn't... It You know, maybe it was a joke. And maybe I'm being offended for no reason. But I found it very strange. Mm-hmm. I found it very, very strange. For several reasons. Right. Um... Number one, I hope you guys understand where I'm going. Number one, uh, a white guy celebrating his preference 
for a certain kind of woman to me is fetishization. So yeah. that's number one. I thought that was very weird. But the thing that probably offended me more than even that was how delighted they were that he did. Right. That offended me more. The celebration. Yes. And and to add to this, it reminded me of me seeing female brown women of color, female comics, women of color, particularly particularly brown ones, you know, that I've seen, who get up on stage and do long drawn out bits about how like they love white dudes. Right. Or how they love white cock. <laughs> which I've I've totally heard that. And um uh, look, I'm fine with that. Suck any coloured cock you want. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Suck multiple cocks. <laughs> I have no fucking problem. Like that is fine. No no, it's I have yeah. no problem I have no problem with people dating people of other races sure. or anything like that. I do think it's weird when you emasculate a certain subsection to uphold another. Mm-hmm. I find that very weird. Mm-hmm. And I and what I was talking to Seren about and what I was talking to you about was that I understand if you're putting men down in your bit I understand that. I'm fine with that. I agree wholeheartedly with you, sister, that men are all fucked, right? But when you start saying, start preferring some men over others, that it might get a touch problematic for me. In the same way, and I hate doing this. I hate doing this, T-Bone. I hate doing this, but if I was... To, to play that same game with women, mm. it would be rather fucked up. Yes. It absolutely you know what I mean? If I was to get up there and go, whether it be on a stage or it be on this podcast, whether it be whatever public forum, right? If I was to get up and go, yo, but that, that colored, you know... Vagina white, is amazing. White but girls the, get you, it. Yeah, like, oh, that, to me, crazy. that is the height of racism. Mm-hmm. The height of racism and the height of fucking sexism. All rolled into one. Is it? Is it a double standard? Do we just accept it because the patriarchy is so ingrained and so fucked up? And, and, and for example, more specifically with brown people, right? Brown male patriarchy is a horrendous thing. Brown patriarchy is a horrendous, horrendous thing. Yes. I shouldn't say male patriarchy. That's a repetition of words. Um, mm. Brown patriarchy is a horrendous, horrendous thing. Brown women have been oppressed for so fucking long. Yep. Like, I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's wrong. And I, I, it's something I don't want to... And I know I'm part of it because I'm a brown man. Um, you know? Um, but is, is, is our lot now to go... Yes, pay, you know, pay all brown men out. Yes, we're, we're all terrible. Yes, yes, yes. We're worse than white guys? Okay. There's a fair bit to unpack here. Do you see uh, what I mean, though, T-Bone? Okay. I, I, I completely see what you mean. And 
Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate. No, look, we need to get to the bottom of this because this actually bothers me big time. Because, yeah. And I'm happy to be called out. I'm happy for us to receive mail educating me. I am the first person to put my hand up and go, I have male privilege. Please explain to me Mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on. So I'm not saying this. I'm just trying to understand how that is okay. How the things I described are okay. How that benefits feminism. Mm. How that benefits like an attempt to, to, to discard racism. I'm trying to understand how that fits into it. If at all or am I looking at stupidity? Or is this stupid? Um, alright. Let's go back to... The two dove queens mm. and the seeming celebration of mm. a white dude that exclusively or predominantly dates women of colour. Mm. Is their celebration of that automatically a... An insult to men of color in that regard, in your in your mind. Yeah, because I'm gonna ask if he was a black guy that got up on stage and said, "I predominantly date women of color." Would they have celebrated that? That's a fair point. That is a fair point. Like, yeah, it would have been a case of, "Oh, okay." Which which also leads to the point: Why don't people get up on stage and celebrate same same love? Why don't we get up on stage? Why don't we talk about, you know, yo, brown girl and a black guy, or a black guy and a black girl, or a brown guy and a brown girl? Why Why is that less legitimate? Maybe because colonialism? Can we, do we need to go My back conditioning that is, do we excuse the conditioning? Is that what, is that what... It's really funny, Siren sent me actually a video clip of like some, it's that Black Star song, what is it? Brown Lady, it starts off with that intro where he goes, like, and, like the guy's talking about how he likes light-skinned sisters, mm-hmm. and he's like, yo man, my conditioning is 400 years of conditioning, mm-hmm. blah, 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 has led to this, I like light-skinned girl, like blah, 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 and I'm just like, okay, okay, is that just what it is, and we just were like, yep, yo, that, that's it, yeah, yo, you like white guys. I actually get it. Yeah. Brown patriarchy is fucked. Mm. You're, like, it's, it's, it, you don't want that. Mm. And so you go, I get it, I get it. Make the choice you want to make, right? But, uh, putting one kind of man above the other just... It weirds me out. Like, it goes... Okay, so, I'll talk about this really quickly. Mm. Constance Wu. Yep. uh, She plays the mother on um, Fresh Off the Boat. Great actress. She's so fantastic on that show. She's fantastic, yeah. She's just so damn good. Her lines are freaking killer. She just slays, man. Mm. Like, she's fantastic. Um, She came out against that new Matt... That terrible-looking new Matt Damon movie called The Great Wall or whatever it is. Where he's like got this whole white savior thing, he's gonna save all of China or some shit. (laughs) Fucking whatever, right? And um that motherfucker just doesn't know what he needs to fuck off. He needs to fuck off. Big time needs to fuck off. Yeah. Right? Nobody even likes him. Who watches Matt Damon movies? Uh anyway. Anyway. Um and she was basically going, Oh, look at this whitewashing bullshit, right? She called it out. Then a bunch of moron teenagers on freaking Reddit 
went in on her for having a white boyfriend. Right. Right? Okay? Saying, oh, yeah, you can't call that out and have a white boyfriend. To me, that's a false equivalency. That's bullshit. That isn't right. Right. It has nothing. She can date whoever the fuck she wants. If she had gone out there and gone, yo, Asian people suck, Asian men are terrible, that's very different. <laughs> you well, know? she'd gone out there and said, like, yeah, you know, it's good that there was a white man. Well, not even, them. not even like the Matt Damon thing. Let's just say, just in general, her, her. dating a white guy would uh, be an issue if, if she was like Asian guys suck. Right. Because Constance Wu is allowed to date whoever the fuck she wants. Right. Right. But Constance Wu has not said anything to disparage Asian men that I know of, and I'm a ninety gazillion time percent oh. sure she's never said that shit. Because she's I, a perfect angel. <laughs> right? And, and I, I might think, have a major crush on her. <laughs> well, really? I didn't notice. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I think... And I think that's probably the point where... You go from... Yes, absolutely. You can date whoever the hell you want. Of course you can! When you, you start can. to vocally celebrate the type of guy that you are dating... It is for his race. For well, yeah, more yeah. or less for, for his, his race. race. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty obvious to me that that is a backhander against whatever race that girl belongs to originally. It, like like and, and, and I'm yeah. sure this happens the reverse yeah. of this happens. We're not sure. we're not saying that. I I'm just saying, sure. you know. Yeah, and look, you can call it male fragility, you can call it whatever you like, but mm. But it's pretty obvious that when you read between the lines, what the statement is basically saying is that, yeah, my white boyfriend is better than you. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of white boy, my white boyfriends, okay, um, it reminds me of another incident where something similar like this happened. Um, a friend of mine, I don't know why this person had done this, I can't even remember who it was, but she had posted one of those Ryan Gosling meme things, like, hey girl. But anyway, it was just, it wasn't even a hey girl one, it was just a picture of Ryan Gosling with a quote attributed to him. Um, it wasn't even attributed to him, it was just in, like, inverted commas, so could fucking, any, Abraham Lincoln could have fucking said it, right? Um, but it was, like, next to a picture of Ryan Gosling. And in it, it just said, hey girl, you don't need to succumb to, like, the, you, you know the European standard of beauty to feel beautiful, something along those lines. And so I just commented on this going, yeah, but why do you need a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes to tell you that? Yes, Ryan Gosling is a bit, is a lot more than a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. Ryan Gosling is fine. You heard it here first. Groundbreaking, (laughs) news making, news flash. Ryan Gosling is fine as fuck. I like Ryan Gosling. He seems like a nice guy. I like to drive amongst many other films of his. He can act. I I really even like what was the one? Only God forgives or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I even really like that. Okay. So I don't have a problem with Ryan Gosling. He seems like kind of woke and shit. Mm. You know, like he's my kind of dude, right? Straight up would hang out with him, right? I have no problem with Ryan Gosling. But I went in and I said, I think it's funny that you need a white guy to tell you that. Like, why do you need a white guy to tell you that? You know? And I, and I commented this. It got one like from one clearly woke color, woman of color. Man. Right? Um, but then I had a whole bunch of brown women go in on me, man. What did they do? They were number one going, Ryan's not like that. 
What? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? Number one, he didn't say. <laughs> Ryan's it's not just like a that. picture of him. Ryan's a really nice guy. Oh, you don't know what he's like. Yo, you don't know what Ryan Gosling's like either, alright? Like, that's that aside, but like, Ryan Gosling's a, he's just saying, he's just saying that, you know, you don't need to bow to the European standards of beauty. And I'm going, yes, but he is the European standard of beauty. He is the freaking, freaking archetype of the European standard of beauty. You know what I mean? Like... Why why does it have to be him? Why couldn't it have been Michael B. Jordan? Or Idris Elba? Or some brown guy. Or some bra- Harry Kondabolu. <laughs> why? Why? Don't laugh. You just yeah, implied he's ugly. <laughs> no, I just like Harry Kondabolu. I love Harry Kondabolu. Harry Kondabolu should be everybody's crush. Absolutely. Um, but like, you know, why? Why is that? And do we, do we, should we just be okay with it? Should we just be okay with it? Should we just... That's what I'm getting at because yeah. it seems as though from the media that I listen to and from the things that I see and from the comedians, from uh, these allegedly activist woke comedians, mm. um, the message I'm getting, T-Bone, is, nah, you know what, fuck y'all. Well, the answer is no, obviously. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, the, the, the idea that we would just lay down and say yeah you know what okay you you've been fucked around before brown men are shit painting anybody any any group with a broad brush right even if you have many many examples of a, a systemic problem when it comes to a particular type of man mm. whatever it is mm. any broad brush application of an opinion is fundamentally wrong. Mm. You cannot have... Ev- not every single brown man is a piece of shit. Not mm. every single brown man... And I... You know what? I'm... I'm kind of exhausted mm. from having to constantly be seen that way. Okay. I, I have grown tired of it, and that's probably my male fragility again. I'm, I am really, I'm okay with men as a whole being labeled. I just have a massive problem when you divide it by race and say one group of men is, is okay. Their oppression is fine. Their oppression is fine. But your oppression, no, very wrong. Yeah. And, and I, and that's the other thing, like when you hold, you know, Especially, you know, the white guy in this scenario on that pedestal. Mm. In in some sort of assumption that he can do no wrong. Mm. Like, the truth is utter bullshit. Like, there is equally as great a chance of this white guy being as big a dipshit as any other man. But you just choose not to see it because you've... You've already in your mind said, you know what, this is better. It's funny, it's like a reject- rejection of one form of pa- patriarchy, For only to find acceptance in another. Which, which, which you seem as more legitimate. Why? Because the validation that they get from a white guy is mm. probably, mm. again, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out assumptions there, mm. based on the European standards of beauty. Yeah, when you yeah, get a yeah. white guy that approves... All of a sudden, now you're in the big leagues with the other 
good-looking white girls mm. or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just spitballing oh, psychology. But like you and you and I have spoken about this before. We, yeah. We've talked about how we only really felt validated when, in many ways. Like, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. I'm not going to say their name. But, like, even he was, like, you know, when a, when a white girl, like, he's, he's a person of colour. Mm. Um, and he was, like, you know... When a white girl likes me, I don't even know how to process it because, like, I just don't feel worthy. And that, oh, that's a feeling I've had before. Yeah, I've had it too. I've had it too. Definitely. I, 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 I'm, I'm a 34-year-old man, and I can tell you that I, I'm still not, maybe not entirely over it. Sure. Who knows? Who knows? Sure. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I know my program is, is pretty deep when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. You know, back in, back in my old Tinder days. Mm-hmm. Which I think I hope we've spoken about. Yeah. Um, yeah, back in my old Tinder days, like, you know, one, obviously, in Australia, the, the pool for, for white women is obviously a lot higher. Mm. But I got a lot more excited when the yeses from a, a white girl than, a, you know, than any girl of color. Mm. And the thought of it working out was almost exciting. Mm. Like, it was like, oh, shit, I can mm. do this. I'm allowed? I'm allowed. Yeah. I am, you know, I am, I am worthy. I mm. am, I have, it's like, it's like leveling up or some shit, mm. you know, you know. Um, wow, I'm, I'm in some upper e- echelon shit, right? Mm. But it's utter bullshit. Mm-hmm. But you recognize that, yo. Like, you see yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah? I've, I've come to that conclusion. I mean, look, okay. All right. The devil's advocate is mm. back. Maybe could you? I mean, okay. In the case of the two dope queens, mm. that's uh, that's not the case. Mm. In the case of the this other girl that you were talking about, the the lover generic of, comedian, generic comedian lover of white penis. Yes. Um, is it a case of you think that eventually she will come to her? Well, I won't say senses. I but want her to love all colors of penis. <laughs> Not to discriminate. <laughs> or vagina. I'm just. I just. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go but but but, yeah, but my 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 thing is, would you then say maybe she needs just time to get to that understanding? This is the thing. Because we took time to get there. Yeah, I I admit that's yes yes a hundred percent. But like, do we not call it out for what it is, or do we just go? Well, I, you know, that's, you know, I'm part of the... the, Like, because I know when I hear women go in on men generally, I'm actually very okay with it. I 100% agree. Like, like, yeah, Yeah, men have have fucked it up. More often than not, you're correct, yes. Yeah, the future future is female, and I look forward to it. But, like, I don't understand when... like, and, And whilst I'm very on board with all of that, I'm also very on board with... The fact that racism still exists. Mm-hmm. Structurally, in society, it seeps into everything. It seeps... Like, we just discussed how much it seeps into our psyches. You know? Do we forgive it just because it's... It's female? <laughs> Look, I, I don't believe... Whenever there's a double standard, whenever there's bullshit, doesn't matter who is involved, it mm. needs to be called out. Mm. There, there's no... There's no cause for it to continue to exist. Mm. If it's bullshit, bullshit needs to be eradicated. Mm. Or at the very least, Mm. needs to be pointed out for Mm. 
for people to at least think on it. Mm. I don't I don't see any point in in just letting it pervade because mm-hmm. because of the past, yeah. Okay, yeah. the past, you don't know, like you can't you can't deny the oppression of the past. Mm. But you still can't then allow for that to um to then justify a double standard mm. of another kind to continue. Mm. I think it's also because I know these characters or these people. I know what, like, they talk about their activism and their feminism amongst so many other, and, and you know, their, their anti-racism. And then to see that was just very confusing for me. Very, very <laughs> confusing. Well, I suppose... Especially considering they are in many ways role models to people, you know? Like, I just... Yeah. I found it very, very confusing. And really frustrating as well at the same time. Because I was like... I know that personally, women of colour are, like, um, amongst the most oppressed people in the world. You know? And I will always make sure that that voice is heard. And I will step away and I'll be like, this needs to be... My con- as a man, my contribution will be heard because I'm a fucking dude and it's going to be. It's so much more important that this voice that doesn't get mm. recognition be it's heard. A, it's important to shut the fuck up and listen. Exactly, exactly. And I'm the first person to listen to you, and you know me, man. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not that guy at all. But then I'm. I'm just seeing this going. Because we're also emasculated, like. Uh, 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 as far as women are exotified, yes, and also like, like, we're we're also emasculated, you know. And why is that love real? Like, why is that adulation so much more? You know, it just I find it frustrating. I it's guess. it's like, it's you know, but it's it's value in I know human what life. It is. I know it is, but like, if if you, but you got to analyze why that value. You know, like, especially if you're vocalizing it. You know what I mean? Mm. In a public forum? Like, come on, man. Come on. Like, I'm on the same team as you, man. Well, maybe they don't know that. Well, part of the reason, but but also, maybe they don't give a shit. But is that our lot, T-Bone? Should we just put up with it? Should we just be like, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Right, your question is, do we stand idly by Okay, if the answer is no, mm. what do we do? I don't know. Is it because, just, is it, because is we it do this? stand, because I know I stand, I wouldn't say idly, but I, I listen when it is women talking about their experiences in a, very, in, a, in a male world. Yep. And when it comes to the oppression they've experienced through male harassment mm-hmm. and the gajillion things that happen living in this disgusting, very male-oriented society. I get it. But when you're... Rejecting parts of that and accepting other parts, it becomes very strange for me. It becomes very, very strange for me. You know? Because accepting that white fetishization mm. is, is, like I said, it's just swapping one for another. Different flavors of shit. <laughs> yes. Because that, 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 needing that, needing that validity is oppression too. You can date whoever you want, but is it a but form of sh- like? But shouting it, yeah, shouting it on the rooftops is making a statement. Mm. See, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is, am I, 
Am I misdiagnosing it as like some form of resistance? Like, you know what I mean? On their part? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like that's, the th I guess that that would probably be the question that, that would come back to us is that, like, why, why is it that celebrating the white man is putting down the brown man? Now, but I is that, is that the it. sin I absorb for being part of, say if a brown girl does that. Say if a brown girl does that and goes, the white dick is the most supreme dick, right? Let's just say, that's, is that, do I just go, as a brown man, we, I have oppressed you and I will listen and I will, like, is that what I do? Or do you also go, well, that's your opinion and you're entitled to it and walk but away? But then I feel like I'm a sexist or something. Well, no, but I mean, like, my suggestion would be of just saying, well, that's your, your that's your opinion, you're entitled to it, and walk away. Is there, is like, like, this is the thing, are you, do you think this is a movement? Is it a, <laughs> Maybe is it it's a, like some abstract a, form of activism that is, I don't is understand. Is there something, is there, is there a change in the air? Is, there is this some... like a passive resistance that I'm just like, I'm completely missing the point? Like, um... I don't know. Like, like, wouldn't it be an amazing? Like, let's 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 get creative here. <laughs> Every brown woman in India decides, fuck brown patriarchy. All find non-brown men. That's a massive fuck you. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, in some way, that would be. <laughs> you know, that would that would lead to that, chaos. That, would we? Can do we? Can we agree on this? <laughs> right. This is making things fucked up. Yes. Can we agree that if that insane hypothetical were to happen, that would be some freaking Gandhi-level fucking civil disobedience, correct? Well, if so, why are these isolated incidents pissing me off? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think that might Is be the crux of my dilemma, this... right? Is this activism or is this just putting down the? That's why. That's what I was telling Surin. Is it our lot to just be like, we fucked you over, go forth and suck white dicks? <laughs> is that is that it? <laughs> we understand. Here's a white dick for you. Like, is that what we do? Uh, my, I mean, like. I still, like I said, I, look, I still think, it, like, assuming this is not a, some sort of guerrilla movement. That we don't, like, it's like that a, we're unaware, that we're unaware of, of. Because, because we're men, yeah. and clearly we weren't invited we did, we to missed the meeting. The, we missed the hashtag and the freaking, what are those, the, this flash mob form of protest that's going on. <laughs> what, what would the maybe hashtag? that is what it is in some ways. Like, because we, we talked about this in the Dating While Brown episode, like, 60% right. of brown women in the States, marry non-brown guys. Right. Maybe it is, like, a subconscious kind of, like, oh, fuck brown patriarchy, yeah. I don't want to be part of that shit. I want to be I don't want children that have anything to do with that shit. I want, I want to be a part of white patriarchy, which is far better, clearly. Oh, um, I don't know. Like... Oh, but I guess what they're saying is that there's, they're less likely to have to deal with... I don't know, I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, so, like I said, assuming this isn't a guerrilla movement that is sweeping the nation and the world, um, 
I know it's not. <laughs> I would know about it if it was. Really? Would you? Yes, I Who would. Who the fuck would tell you? I'm pretty... I'm, I know what the kids are up to. Yeah, I'm right. Cool, I'm hip. I'm yeah, happy. yeah, yeah. You, 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 you said for them hashtags. I was at home hashtag, on Wednesday. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag what? Fuck brown men? What is the hashtag? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I just, Listen. It's hard being a brown guy. <laughs> it's hard being like a brown guy. Who's really just trying to figure it all out? <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't know. I'm. I, and it's not from waking up at six thirty a.m. I'm tired from not understanding this shit. I'm also just really disappointed. Uh, look, I, I'm I, also just really, really I disappointed. I think. About it. I think that's that's the biggest thing mm. out of this. It's like it's not an obvious, but it is a fuck you to to brown men when when men of color or men of color that that. When 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 we, when women say that sort of shit, it is, and and yeah. and whether it's deservedly so or not, right? Mm. Um, based on a bad experience that mm. they've had, or fair, fair. you know, yeah. like you know, making statements like that, getting vocal, mm. it it always is you trying to to one up, make that point, mm. really get that out there. Like, mm. it's it's the whole idea of like you didn't have to say something. Mm. You know, you but didn't I... you, like you didn't have to say something, but you but you wanted to say something because you wanted to drive that little point home. Can this carry over to say, com- friggin' my comedy? I pay out white people in my comedy, right? Am I essentially criticizing something that has the exact same ethos as what I'm doing? No, fuck that, I'm not. Of course not, what the yeah, fuck are you talking that. about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh welcome, boy. Welcome to Brown's Plain. Welcome to the Mints, <laughs> where two men of very average intelligence <laughs> discuss topics that are well beyond their grasp <laughs> and try to make sense of it with the very li- very few brain cells that they have between themselves and struggle and if, struggle if this topic were Everest I don't think we've made oh, it to base camp let's put I it that way I don't I don't know I think I do think that there's something wrong with that I do think it's a embracing of a European standard of beauty I do think it's an exchange of patriarchal or whatever majig of patriarchy I do think Something does not sit well with me about the whole thing. It there is there is there, there's smatterings of ego mm. in 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 making a statement like that. Mm. Um, and and yeah, I mean, it, I can't we can't speak for ego or like, you know like ugh, I don't know. Well, no, no, no. Look, like like that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm. But but any statement like that. Mm. Is a there is there is some function of one look at me, mm. and two look what I got better than you, mm. right? And the third more subtle one is in this case, it's it's definitely better than what you are. Can I play devil's advocate again? I thought I was doing that. Okay. What if it was a gay person, a gay man? Cracking the same joke. If it's even a joke. A gay man saying that... They prefer the white dick. I don't think... I don't think orientation would have any... 
any any bearing any on bearing on it. Yeah, because, because I feel like if I went up there and I was like I said, mm. if I was putting like a certain race of like woman above another. Mm. I think that's kind of fucked. But that's the thing, yeah. This is not gender-based. This is not orientation-based. It's race-based. That's yeah. the concern here. Right? Mm. That's where we're having this this conundrum. Mm. Is that... And, and this I, is I where think we're it, getting... It gets murky because we're men. I, I guess that's why it's getting complicated. Because, like... I know my position when it comes to women voicing their opinions thing is to simply listen. Mm. You know, is to si- is to listen and to understand that perspective because it's one I don't entirely understand and I learn new things every day. But this I feel goes against the ethos of everything that I'm reading and like, you know, and trying to better myself and stuff. I'm I'm calling it a double standard. Yeah. I'm calling it out for what I think it is. And I'm calling it a potential new form of activism. <laughs> that I'm unaware that we sh- of. And that we should all be terrified of. I don't know. I don't know. I just... Is it our lot to just be like... It, you know, brown women that are coming out... Like, I'm going to use brown as an example because I am brown. Brown women that are coming out and shitting on brown men... I'm, I, yo, I get it. Like, I get it, girl. Like, I so get it. I so get it. It's just the, and even if you go for a white guy as a result of that, that's fine. It's more the bringing down. If you go for the white guy, it's fine. Good for you. It's the bringing down of Mm. the brown guy that makes it strange to me. Yeah. You know? They're making a statement. There's no two ways about it. it it's the Gurinder Chadda thing. It's the Bride and Prejudice thing. Mm. The way she emasculated brown men in that film whilst put white guys on a pedestal. Yeah, he ma- she purposefully made that brown guy... Like, I think she played into a trope. As... That as was existing. Like, she she kind of... I, I know but, for a fact she's married to a white guy. And so I think there was something there. Not only that, that it was know. on steroids, though. Oh, yeah, that was that's the archetype, right? That's the blueprint yeah. now, almost, for that kind of... Th- this is the thing, like... Yeah, and I know when I messaged you, T-Bone, about this thing that I mm. wanted to, us to talk about, you were like, well, we're going to have to try and not sound bitter. And the thing is, I'm not... It's not about... Me wanting to possess brown women yeah. has nothing to do with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about just this conflict that I'm just refuse. I can't understand it. It's and I'm very okay with biracial, like it, like what's the biracial couples? Biracial I have couples. no problem. I've been in them myself. You know, you know. More often than I have, like, you know, with my own race. Mm. You know, I've been in that more than I have. And so it's not like it's uh, I'm xenophobic or anything. Like, I'm not at all, for Christ's sake. I mean, like, I just don't get how you can... I would not ever do dare do that for women. And also, yeah. like, yo, brown girls, like... I understand brown women, you're fighting two wars. I get it. You know, I get it. You're fighting the man war, and you're also fighting the freaking, the the what's the other one? The race war. The race war. The race war. You know, and it's just like, yo, man, we're in that race war too, dog. You can't. You don't have to pick one. Mm. 
You know? I just don't think... I, I know, I've said it before. We don't celebrate people of colour going for people of colour. Brown love should be celebrated. Brown love, brown, brown and black, brown and yellow, brown, yellow and mm. whatever. You know all the freaking combinations. You know, like we don't sell, like we don't fucking. It's only, it's only ever validated when it's attached to a white person. Like, why does why is worth derived from that? Is what I'm getting at. I do believe this younger generation is so much more woke than our generation is. Like, we're in our mid-30s, dude. Most of our contemporaries are quite fucking small-minded, let's be honest, right? Yeah. These young... The ones, especially these 10 to freaking 7 to 8 years younger than us, these guys know so much better, man. So much better. And it just... I was just like, what? You know, like... Made me sad, dude. Made me sad. But is it... Do you think there's hope for the future generations? Yeah, I, de- look, I don't think this is like, I don't think this is kind of like something that's, I, I don't think this is going to last long, to be very honest with you, but it's just kind of like, I think I might just be bummed because it's my generation that's most affected by that's it. That's true. <laughs> um, that is true. You know, I would just love for like, there to be no shame attached to mm. dating somebody of your own race. I do think us brown people do that particularly kind of like... Attach some... I, I don't know. I can't like for some, other races. It's like some settling shit. Yeah, it's like... Like, they put some kind of, like... Attach some kind of, like, value to being with a white person. That I just... I just don't think it's fair. I just don't think it's fair. I don't know. Maybe we just sound like... You know... Masculinity so fragile. Hashtag masculinity so fragile. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, this is just something I needed to talk about. That's cool. I'm sorry that I rambled on and I was quite emotional during this whole thing. <laughs> but it's been bothering me, okay? I just, like, if I see another, like, brown entertainer... I To be honest with you, I don't... Maybe, I'm sure some men do. I know brown men definitely do it behind closed doors. They, oh, they're definitely like white girls are this way. Oh, right? yeah, oh for totally. sure. 100%. That's, totally. Fuck that. That shit is wrong. I'm just like, when you... In forums, man, I don't know. I'm not cool with that, man. Like, I'm not cool with it full stop. I'm not yeah. cool with it full stop. Don't get me wrong. I'm not cool with it full stop. I just think there's something so weird about it when it's public. You know? Like, I, I, like I've not for a... Man, I'm, you know what? As a guy who's dabbling in comedy, I've got to do a freaking bit about, you know, people of color loving mm. people of color, man. Like, seriously, I feel that's my duty. That's That will be my legacy. <laughs> Your legacy. Uh, look, you know what? I want to hear from the people. Because T-Bone and I clearly were in an echo chamber. Yes. Um, Literally and figuratively. Yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) I really want to hear from preferably women of colour. Preferably. In fact, entirely. I I don't want to see here dudes. I really don't want dudes writing in for this. I really don't. And also, if you're a woman of colour who listens and, like, wants to come on the show and discuss this shit with us... And if you also have, like, a place we could come to... <laughs> that would be nice. Because, like, these studios cost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and, yes, they are untenable with yeah, more than yeah. two people. Yeah, like, that would be really great. We want to talk to you about this. I would love... I can't... Wouldn't... I'm sure you would as well, too, but... 
I would love to hear a woman of color's thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I... Please, I am begging you. Help me understand. Are we... Am I wrong? Are T-Bone and I wrong? Are we right? Is this our lot? Should we just accept that we are part of the fuckery? And just be like, yes, okay, I get it. Or were they, these entertainers, wrong? Or is there no wrong? I don't know, but I this really bothers me. Please, the email address is themincepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. I am imploring you guys to please let us know. Actually, now that I remember, on the last podcast, we said any new likes would be shouted yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember some now. Uh, number one is Nima. Yeah. It was actually... I'm not going to say how I know her, because <laughs> that will reveal my identity. Oh, dear. <laughs> I may have already done that. Maybe but also have. Monty, our friend Monty, liked the page ah, as well, so thank you, the both of you. Um, we're, I think we're at 51 or 52 likes, but the more likes, the better. But right yeah. now, what I really want is somebody to explain to us, or to come on the show next time mm. and we can continue this. Because be like great. I said, T-Bone and I are in an echo chamber. And we've created social circles subconsciously that are probably like echo chambers too. Sure. You know? And so we would love to hear your thoughts. If you're a guy who has a lot to say, this mightn't be for you <laughs> to really like. We'd yeah, appreciate not... some mail. That'd be great. Yeah. And I know any any man of color that emails in is gonna be like, yeah, guys, you're right. I know, I know you're gonna say that. You're probably gonna agree with. It. But if you don't agree with this, sure email. But what what we're looking for is women of color. That's right. To really email us and tell us what they think and what they think about what how they feel when they see an entertainer do something like that. An entertainer that is their own sex. Blah blah blah. blah. I'd really really want to hear that. Um, you can find us on um, SoundCloud. We're on mm -hmm. soundcloud.com slash the-mince-podcast. Um, like us on Facebook, please. Mm -hmm. Facebook.com slash the-mince-podcast. We're on Stitcher. We're on all those things. Just find us wherever. Um, like us on Facebook. Email us. You can find me on... Um, what am I on, T-Bone? Okay, yeah. I'm the opening salvo on Instagram. I am also on... What's the other thing? Snapchat. Snapchat. I don't really use Snapchat anymore because Instagram does that job. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm on Twitter. I don't really use that that often either. But, yeah, you can definitely hit me up on What's in Majig on Instagram. I'm totally there. Um, yeah, T-Bone News. Uh, you? I, I said I'd news. use that just as, like, I, something I do to be funny. Um, so I am uh, DJ underscore cashless on Instagram and Twitter. Um, yeah, look, I think, um, you've got the call to help. Yeah, come on, like, sir, I'm, like, really sincerely asking if there's a point we are overlooking here, and I'm sure there is. There's gotta be. There's, there's I, I'm sure there are points that we're overlooking, mm. plural. So please email, like, let us know. I'm sorry that it feels like you feel like it might not be your duty to educate men about this, but, like, I'm asking sincerely, please, 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 please make me understand what, if that is acceptable, I need to understand how and why. Yeah. So that it, it will help me as a person understand, you know, the, the female perspective more. And that, that's kind of what 
I'm trying to do by dismantling my own... Like, I'm trying to do that so I can dismantle my own male privilege, which I know exists in an abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yes, that's that's what I'm getting at. That was that was a emotionally taxing <laughs> podcast. Um, I Again, my because I was quite emotional during it, my brain seized a lot and I couldn't think quite logically through a lot of it. And I apologize if I come across incoherent and frustrated amongst a million other things. But... Um, that's what you get, man. You got this passion in the studio today. Oh, I'm so... Oh, what's our sign-off? Yeah, T-Bone, tell them what's up. Please invite us to your parties. Please invite us to your parties. Please email us. Uh, we will talk to you next time. Adios. Oh, you say you want to take control. Control. Yeah, you say you want to take control. Control. The way she they do me your bed by control. Control. See the way you they roll it to bed by control. shit you're telling me white guys aren't fetishist and horrible shouldn't technically if they're applauding him for dating women of color they should applaud a black guy for dating a black woman it makes no sense my question is, is it and this sounds bitter is it our lot to simply go yeah we're pathetic